Good morning, y'all, and welcome back to another Morning with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Just trying to catch you off guard a little bit. You Don't caught really me think, off yeah, guard. I'm, I'm just doing my job. <laughs> We're picking up with day four of our The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry Devotion on the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description of the podcast if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is Colossians chapter 3, verses 15 through 17. And it says this, And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. Let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. I love that verse. The devotional is titled, Hurry is Incompatible with Peace. And it says, As we end our week of unhurry, we come to the final third of the kingdom trio of love, joy, and peace, and we save the best for last. It's fairly obvious that peace is incompatible with hurry. If you don't believe me, next time you're running late to catch a flight or 10 minutes late for an appointment or overdue on an assignment... Take an interior inventory and see if you feel the deep shalom of God in your soul. Do you sense a grounded, present sense of calm or something else? And yet, we continue to cram more and more into our already overfull lives, forcing us to speed up into a frantic pace and rarely slow down long enough to experience God's peace. Of course, not all busyness is bad. There's a kind of busyness that means you're not wasting your precious life on trivial things. The problem isn't having a lot to do, it's having too much to do, where the only way to cram it all in is to kick into hurry gear and as a tragic result, slip out of love, joy, and peace. In our culture, slow is deemed as a negative, When somebody has a low IQ, we dub them slow. When the service at a restaurant is lousy, we call it slow. When a movie is boring, again, we complain that it is slow. Case in point, Merriam-Webster says, mentally dull, stupid, naturally inert or sluggish, lacking in readiness, promptness, or willingness. The message is clear. Slow is bad. Fast is good. But in the upside down kingdom, our value system is turned on its head. Hurry is of the devil, slow is of Jesus, because Jesus is what love, joy, and peace look like in flesh and blood. So, our exercise for the day is to take a moment of quiet. Take a few minutes, ideally at the beginning of your day or whenever works best for you. And simply do nothing. Just be. Stand in silent love before God. Sit there long enough for the peace of His Spirit to well up inside your body and thank Him for it. Yeah, I love this. It makes me think of this quote that you've heard probably a hundred times that's, where's the fire? 
It's whenever people are rushing around and then there's that one guy, typically me saying, where's the fire? Why is everyone running around? What's happening right now? Yeah. And I feel like nothing good ever happens when we're rushing. That's how car accidents happen. That's how speeding tickets happen. That's how unhealthy relationships are pursued because whenever you're in a hurry, Mm -hmm. you typically can't process things that are happening as well. You're making quicker decisions that probably need to be taken more slowly. It's the difference between cooking a lasagna in a microwave versus cooking it in the oven. One of them takes longer and one of them goes a lot faster. But which one brings more fullness? Which one brings more joy? Which one is more exciting to partake in? It's the slow one. Well, it should be at least. And I've just noticed in my own life that whenever I'm making hurried decisions, you know, it's like, it's like the classic thing. You go to a car dealership to check out a car and there's all these pressure tactics, like where if you buy right now, I'll give you this deal, Mm -hmm. right? There's all these things that try to catch you in a moment where you have to make an impulse decision. That's why when you're shopping at the, at the grocery store and they have all those little snacks that are typically bad for you and all those tabloids, which are just complete gossip, they have them in an area where you have to make a quick decision. Cause guess what? Someone's trying to check out right behind you and you want to hurry and then you're just in a quick decision and you make a bad decision and that's not good for you or anyone. And Mm -hmm. so this was really eye opening for me to remind myself like, Hey, like, like quick decisions are not always a good thing. It's good to have discernment and stand upon your decision. But if you're ever in a moment where you, where you're not given time to process and slow down and remember that shalom fullness peace in your heart, if you can't feel that before you make a decision, then I don't recommend making a decision. Right. Because when you're making a decision out of completeness in Christ, you'll make decisions a lot more differently than making decisions out of lack. Yeah, it's just how we always talk about when we're making decisions, we want to follow that peace. But if we're not in a state of peace, how are we even going to follow the peace in the first place? And this is really convicting for me. And I think it traces back a little bit to my childhood in general, because this is not to call out my mom, love my mom to death, but she was definitely the kind of woman who you told her to be somewhere 30 minutes before the event actually started. And I realized growing up kind of late a lot, how much anxiety that brought into my life. And so as soon as I turned 16, as soon as I could drive myself, I gave myself so much extra time. And I cannot count how many times I sat in the parking lot for like 20 to 25 minutes before anyone else arrived, because I would rather do that because Because if I was late, I would feel anxious versus if I was early, I could just sit there and take my time and do whatever I needed to do. And I feel it in my life even today. If I feel like I'm Mm -hmm. late, like he was saying, if I'm 10 minutes late to an appointment, I am so anxious and I'm not my best self. And so I prefer to give myself ample amount of time. And I try to be a little bit more realistic with my schedule of like how long things will take. And when I'm not, when I cram pack my schedule and think I can do a million things in the day, when that's truly not realistic, that's when the worst version of me comes about because Mm -hmm. I start feeling anxious. And so this is so good. And that's why I say I really should read this book like every quarter of my life because it's so easy to forget and seasons change and responsibilities change. But even today, um, when it comes to taking that moment of silence, 
putting your phone away, going outside, doing something that gets you in the presence of God. I cannot tell you how refreshing it is for your soul. And it doesn't even have to be a long time. It can just be a couple of minutes. And when that peace settles over you, Mm -hmm. it will change the rest of your day. So I cannot suggest doing this more. And if you do, and if you experience it, Y'all, we love to hear from you. If you want to message the Mornings with the Masters Instagram account, like we'd love to hear your stories of how God Mm -hmm. is kind of moving um, in this whole like exercise in this devotional series. Um, Because I know for me, I definitely love um, taking these exercises and actually putting them into practice. Yeah. And it reminds me of our favorite verse, um, 2 Timothy 1, 7, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but the spirit of power and of love and a sound mind. Yes. And when I think about making decisions of sound mind, you have to be in a place where you can be of sound mind or self-control or Mm self-discipline. But if you're frantic, then you're not going to be of sound mind making decisions empowered by Christ. So true. You ready to pray son out? I am. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this reminder today, Lord, to unhurry our lives, to live in that state of shalom, of sound mind, of peace, Lord. We cannot do it without you. And so I pray as we take those moments today to be in silence in your presence, that you would meet us there, that you would fill us with your peace, and that you would continue to be with us throughout our day um, so that we don't feel the anxiety and worry that might come up, but that instead We take that moment to breathe. We invite you in and we can truly live um, that peace-filled life that you desire for us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. Now is that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord's stillness. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Chip, chip, cheerio. Cheerio.